At Gen Z Media, we have a ton of new shows coming out all the time. The best way to stay up to date is by joining our newsletter. Just head over to our website at gzmshows.com and enter your email at the bottom of the page. We promise we won't bombard your mailbox and you'll be getting Gen Z Media content you can't find anywhere else. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. And now, here's your host, and my BFF, Deborah Goldstein. Aww. Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the calm and sunny days of truth and the gale-warning winds of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein. Hey. And in the studio is our digitally up to date but personably down to earth robot Lisa, which stands for live in studio audience. Hey, Deborah. Yes, Lisa. I am up to date with all of the technology and mechanics that enable me to make all the sounds. Mm-hmm. But I bet you didn't know that I'm also up to date on the latest robot fashions. Fashions, really? So today's ensemble is straight out of the robot fashion magazine, Cosmo Botlitin. <laughs> All the latest robot looks come from Cosmo, as well as really fun quizzes. Uh-huh. You take quizzes to determine what human jobs you would be better at doing than humans. Oh. Or what role you should play in the robot takeover of the world. Oh. But mostly, mostly Deborah. Yes. I just find fashion inspiration. Interesting. Well, uh, hmm. I-, I hope you can find the inspiration to tell us how our game works. Just so happens I'm wearing the perfect scarf for this occasion. Lovely. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other a liar. Mm. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. I mean, we hope. <laughs> we really hope. Otherwise, we're like, eh. Okay, what are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about hurricanes, a type of storm called a tropical cyclone, which forms over tropical or subtropical water. Lisa, do you know anything about hurricanes? I know that in Hartford, Hereford, and Hampshire, hurricanes hardly happen. That's from My Fair Lady, the musical. Is that what you're quoting right now? No, that is my tattoo. (laughs) That is your tattoo? Yes, I have a tattoo of that. Oh my goodness. I don't, I didn't think, I didn't. It doesn't matter, Deborah. Let's just meet today's contestant. Please. All right, where are they? Oh, <laughs> over there. Okay, so our human child contestant is a 10 year old who wants to be a dermatologist. Weird. When she grows up, <laughs> Sophie Holland. Hi, Sophie. Welcome to Pants on Fire. Hi. Hi. A dermatologist, really? Is that something you'd like to do? Yes. Why is that? Um, well, I think it's just really cool how the skin works, and I like popping bubbles. 
Popping bubbles? I'm not sure I even want to understand yeah, that Yeah, what she means is that humans have super gross skin and there's always bubbles over them. Ew, that's not what it means. Yeah, I've seen your face. <laughs> it's just covered in bubbles, Deborah. It's not covered in bubbles. Is it, Sophie? No, it's not covered in bubbles. Thank you. Not anymore because Sophie popped them. Right, well, I think she's going to be a fine dermatologist one day. Good luck to you on that front. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And it's also true, is it not, that you do not care to eat grasshoppers. Is that true? Yes, that is true. So um, I understand that this is a true fact. That sort of implies to me that you've eaten grasshoppers before. Yes. Is that something you eat often? No. My dad made me try them. He made you try them? Yes. Your dad sounds cool. (laughs) Was he punishing you? No, he just thought it sounded cool, but it was really gross. Yeah, and did you just find a grasshopper in your yard and he said, here, eat this? No. How did that happen? It was at a Mexican restaurant. And there were grasshoppers in the restaurant? Well, they served grasshoppers (gasps) in tacos. In They had grasshopper tacos? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And did he eat any of these grasshoppers? Yeah, he ate like 20. Wow, so he's a fan. No. (laughs) He just ate them because he, I don't know why he ate them. He lives on the edge. Yes. Fantastic. You should try crickets. Really? Ugh. Yeah, do you want some crickets? No. Here, come here. No. <laughs> come here, get, eat this cricket. No. <laughs> you don't have to eat the cricket. <laughs> Definitely not. Cricket, you're free. Our first expert is Crystal Ellis. Crystal, please introduce yourself to Sophie. Hello, Sophie. I'm Crystal Ellis, and I'm a meteorologist. I find the sky and storms and the weather absolutely fascinating. Interesting. Excellent. Thank you very much. Let's meet our second expert, Dennis Kimberly. Dennis, please introduce yourself to Sophie. Hello, Sophie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm a a hurricane hunter, and I just don't find storms quite the same way she does. I get right up close and personal with them. Wow. Okay. Creepy. That sound means the winds are shifting, right, Lisa? Oh no, I farted. <laughs> That's... Excuse you. Oh, sorry. Oh, also, it's it's hot seat time. That's correct. It is hot seat time when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Sophie's questions. Lisa, who should we put on the hot seat first? Are you asking me? I am. I think. Dennis should go first because he is a hurricane hunter. And my favorite TV show was Hurricane Hunter. That was a TV show? Yeah, it's about a hurricane who has to go catch deers. (laughs) I don't think that's true. I love Hurricane Hunter. Dennis, you did a great job on that. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, then. Sophie, what question do you have to start us off for Dennis? Okay. um, Dennis, how and where do hurricanes form? How and where did they form? Mm-hmm. That's what she asked, Dennis. Don't right. stall. I, I, I know. I'm not stalling. It's just it's an unusual question. They form generally over water. Air starts to circulate in a certain degree, a certain position. Now, on the north northern hemisphere, that hurricanes do it in a counterclockwise position. And in the southern hemisphere, they do it in a clockwise position. So they form when cold air meets warm air, and this air starts to circulate. When they get to a certain speed, 
they get categorized as hurricanes. Okay, so there is, when you said um, in the different hemispheres, the hurricanes rotate different ways, what is the force that causes that called? All right, you do know you're talking to a pilot and not a, a scientist. Okay. <laughs> but I suppose it would be the gravitational spin of the Earth, but um, I pretty much just fly into them. Why do you do that? Yeah. Well. Have you tried not doing that? <laughs> my, actually, my, my, my beginning career in the Marine Corps, uh, one of the things we were taught to avoid was flying into hurricanes. Um, anytime you saw wind like that, you, you flew above it. Yeah, if I was a pilot, I'd be like, oh, hey, look, a hurricane. Let's not do that. Yeah, right. yeah, that that's, that's normally the general wisdom. Yeah. But uh, apparently some scientists want to get up there and see what's going on, and we go inside and drop uh, these things called sonda buoys in there and give them all kinds of information. I retired from the Marine Corps in 1990. Uh, I flew C-130s there, and we moved down to Biloxi, and that's where the hurricane place is. And I do it because, well, I'm part of the Air Force Reserve now, and uh, gives me something to do. You should try solitaire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. Might yeah. be a little safer. Uh, gardening. <laughs> okay, so um, Crystal, what made you want to do your job? Well, I. I'm fascinated by the weather, especially storms. I remember when I was a really, really, really little girl, it was Hurricane Bob, and my dad was holding me, and we went from one car into the house, and things were flying everywhere, and it was so fierce, but I wanted to be in it <laughs> so bad. It just, it riled everything inside of me, basically, and um, I find it absolutely thrilling everything about these intense storms captivating. I like when the meatballs fall. Like in that movie. You see that movie? Of course I that saw was, That was a documentary. <laughs> I don't think so. So, Crystal, what's an average day like at your job? You know, waking up, we get right to the models to see what the latest is as far as the next five days out. And anything beyond five days, our confidence is lower. And then we look at the current conditions. So we look at what's happening west of us, and then that's going to tell us what's coming in our direction next. And then we write the forecast, which, you know, today it's breezy, sunny, it's gorgeous, it's mild above average. There's no hurricanes going on. You. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at the models, and are you actually on screen on television giving these weather forecasts? Sometimes, yeah. I actually... I fill in for News 12, and um, that's it's a lot of fun when there's not hurricanes or blizzards or any extreme weather, when there's just basic, happy sunshine weather. We're actually doing a mood cast now, which is pretty fun. What's a mood cast? A mood cast is when we put emojis for our forecast and our timeline, and basically, if, you know, if we see some rainfall, then we put a little moody face, and sunshine is happy. And meatballs <laughs> for when it's... Raining meatballs. <laughs> oh, give me some of that meat. Exactly. <laughs> okay, um, Dennis, when you when you fly into a hurricane, what is your goal? Like, what do you want to achieve? Well, Get out of that hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the sensible thing to do there, Lisa. But what we do when we fly into a hurricane is we, we do an alpha pattern, it's called. We will fly 95 nautical miles, with the center of the hurricane being the very middle. And then we will come down and fly it again the other way. And the whole time we're doing that, we're dropping these sonda buoys down. They're funny little things. They, they look like a toilet paper roll. <laughs> you know, they're just jam-packed with equipment. They got a little parachute on them that makes them go very, very slowly. 
And that's what we're doing the whole time. Do you get more information flying into a hurricane than you would tracking it on a radar or using digital technology? Well, yeah. Think of it like, you know, you're looking at a, a nice thick milkshake from above and it looks mm. delicious, but you stick your tongue in it and you can get a taste of it. So that's kind of what it is when you get inside the hurricane. Um, and taste it. What does a hurricane and, taste like? It tastes uh. scary sometimes. <laughs> My favorite flavor is scary. <laughs> no, it isn't. Crystal, this is for you. Okay, um, what is a storm surge? Storm surge is when we have extreme winds from those hurricanes that are pushing the waves on shore. And that's when basically the ocean ends up on the coast. The water is inundating on land. Okay, let's do another one for Crystal. What is the area immediately surrounding the eye of the hurricane called? The eyelid. <laughs> that would be the eye wall. That's the most dangerous part of the hurricane. You have to get your eye wall waxed, or otherwise it turns into like a unit eye wall. Um, another one for Crystal. How does climate change impact hurricanes? Well, climatologists are saying that with the warmer climate and the warmer temperatures in the ocean, even though it's only by a very small degree, it is creating more extreme hurricanes. And I'm sure you're aware of that, as everybody remembers Michael that hit Florida last year. That hurricane defied our textbooks that they taught us in school. So um, there's definitely been a lot of really strong hurricanes throughout the past six years or so. And that would be based on the warmer um, temperatures. I'd like to know why why meteorologists get the weather forecasts wrong. <laughs> yeah, why are you doing that? Okay, <laughs> because we are measuring every air parcel in the sky, and they are constantly changing. And with that, no one knows that we stay up all night sometimes. I mean, definitely, if there was a hurricane, we are up all night tracking it and making sure we do our best to give the 100% forecast, but we haven't figured everything out in science, and it can um, <laughs> really be humbling. But we definitely strive to give everybody the best information. We definitely. Oh, Crystal's like, oh, it's all the air parcels. You know, like, <laughs> that's some really bad air parcel shaming. Those sneaky air parcels. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> I'm thinking of getting a parcel of air and retiring. <laughs> Settle down the nice parcel of air. Farm it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds delightful. Okay, um, Dennis, what's the most exciting thing that has happened while you were doing your job? Probably the most exciting thing is uh, when lightning strikes. It's uh, frightening at first. You know, you, and your, your brain's telling you everything's okay, the, the ship's going to handle it. Lightning strikes planes hundreds of times every day, but when you see it hit you in the nose, and, you know, oh. yeah, it's, it's, it's alarming. And the skin of the plane is just a, a conductor. And uh, electricity, being lazy, just tries to get through the easiest thing it can, so it strikes the plane and generally ex exits through the tail for some reason, but it just goes along the outside, doesn't bother any of the instruments inside. But <laughs> don't make it any less scary, let me tell you. So you've been in a plane when a lightning when oh, lightning has struck? Many, many times. Many wow. times, yeah. You ever been in a plane when a rainbow struck? <laughs> no, I, I tried. I chased it. I have never seen those leprechauns, though. Oh, that <laughs> Hey! 
It's time for the Shorts on Fire round, when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Experts, get ready for the storm surge of questions. Sophie, let's start with Dennis. Oh, man. You ready? <laughs> Ask your shorts on fire questions now. Go. How fast does wind go in Category 5 hurricane? Very. <laughs> From what force do hurricanes get their energy? From the gravitational spin of the Earth. I mean, the rotation of the Earth. When was the first ever intentional flight into a hurricane? Um, I really can't tell you that. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> that would be it, yes. Dorothy in Kansas. <laughs> Where is the pressure lowest in a hurricane? In the very center. Which U.S. state sees the most hurricanes? I'd be Florida, I believe. Do you ever parachute out of a plane during a hurricane? No, no. What is the first thing you do after getting safely back on the ground after a flight? I get a nice cup of coffee and relax. Change my pants. <laughs> That's all. That is time. Time. Time is up. Time is up. Okay. I think we learned a lot just then. We are going to reset the timer, aren't we, Lisa? Oh, yeah. We're going to get around to it. Okay. Oh, wait. That's my job. I'll do it. Oh, there it is. Thank you so much. Okay, Sophie, you ready? Yes. Ask Crystal your shorts on fire questions now. How many hot days in a row do there need to be for a heat wave? It's three now. It used to be five. How early do you have to wake up for your job? Sometimes I have to wake up at... 12.45 a.m. Ouch. Are tornadoes caused by low pressure or high pressure? Low pressure. What is the most important instrument for measuring the weather? Barometer. When is the hurricane season in the U.S.? June 1st through November 1st. In your opinion, what place has the best weather on Earth? Long Island. <laughs> That's it. Oh, time, time is up. Sorry, I was just thinking about being on Long Island and all the weather there. It's so beautiful there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So long. <laughs> It's decision time. What? Right? Yeah. Yes. It's decision time. (laughs) Now our contestant, Sophie, must forecast the truth and tell us who's telling an astronomical tide of lies. Sophie, who is the liar, liar, pants on fire? Ooh, okay. I think the liar is Dennis. Why do you think Dennis is the liar? He had good answers, but I think Crystal did a really good job of answering questions well, and she didn't make up anything when she didn't know the answer. Hmm. Okay. Will the actual Hurricanes expert please let us know who you are? It is me. (gasps) You got it right. That is right. Sophia got it right. Sophie, that's right. Crystal Ellis is a meteorologist and weather anchor and has appeared on News 12. That's really good. You did a great job. Wonderful. It is time to do some fact checking. Let's do it. Crystal. I couldn't even keep up with my notes. (laughs) Well, let's see. Were there any facts that Dennis shared that caused a feeling of subtropical depression? Uh, Yes. There were. Um, Yeah, when he said the way that they're energized is through the gravitational pull. (laughs) Not right. No. Not right. The Coriolis effect definitely puts a spin on them. Sophie knew that, yep. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and that's why they form closer to the equator because the Coriolis effect is more prominent there causing that spin, but their fuel is basically from the warm tropical water, oh, which is I why see. yeah we call them tropical cyclones. And um, yeah, that's you good. do realize I'm a pilot, right? I don't know about all the hurricanes, though. <laughs> Excuse me, but you are not a pilot. No. 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 Wait a minute. Did you just lose an accent? What just happened? What's happening? Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
He doesn't even have a southern accent. Wait, why would an accent make me think he's a pilot? Well, that's a great question. It might, I don't know, maybe more. No, because it's we're based out of Biloxi, Mississippi. That's, that's where the why. 53rd oh. yeah, yeah. WRS is. Mm. Yeah. Well, right, didn't well, work anyway, did it? No, Not sound buoy? Right, that's a thing? Is that a sound thing? Sound yeah, it's, it is, yeah. Well, we call them drop sounds, too. Oh, okay, but those are real things. Those yeah. are real things, sound, but just like toilet paper. Yeah. Okay, that's totally. cool. I thought that was made up. That sounded nope. weird. Drop sounds, too, is, oh. is another Drop sounds, yeah. Calling. And there are people who fly into hurricanes. Yes. That is true. Mm-hmm. Just not, not you, Dennis. Me, no. Are they really made out of milkshakes? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That is all the time that we have today. Thank you to our contestant, Sophie, who rapidly intensified our investigation. Thank you to our expert and liar, Crystal and Dennis, and to our high-intensity and high-fashion robot, Lisa. And, of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into Pants on Fire, where we flood our podcast with the truth and force liars to evacuate. Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit bestrobotever.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa and find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at Pants on Fire Cast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Also, I just thought of this. They say raining on parades is a bad thing, but what if it's like an umbrella parade? Then it would be like the perfect thing that happens. So think about that. Bye. Hey, it's Chris Terry, sneaking in at the end of your show to let you know that we have a new website for Gen Z Media. GZMShows.com is our new home on the web where you can listen to all of our podcasts, buy scripts, t-shirts, mugs, and more. You can even hear trailers from our upcoming releases months before they come out. Check out the new site at GZMShows.com. That's the letter G, the letter Z, Z if you're Canadian like me, and the letter M, Shows.com. Thanks again for listening. Give me a Z!